Hey, Polly. Been a, been a hot minute since uh, since we've done a, a podcast together. Yeah, it's been. Uh, when was the last album listening club? Like January. Wasn't that the the Chili Peppers record? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that had to be January. Oh yeah. <laughs> guess what? The album listening club doesn't exist anymore. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, that thing. We wanted to keep it going, but that thing's just hard to to plan with so many people in different time zones and different places in life and different priorities. It just not yeah, reasonable. You know, yeah, Byron has a kid now, so. <laughs> oh God, that's the scariest thought I can imagine. I've known Byron. <laughs> I've known Byron probably most of his life now. To know that he has a kid, <laughs> that just. This is a guy that deleted his Windows registry because we told him to. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those were those were good times. Because, well, who cares why we're here? We're going to just tell old Byron stories. Um, yeah, like, his parents had installed some kind of program on his computer that wouldn't let him see dirty words or something. And, <laughs> and, he, and he would come into our IRC channel. And... Uh, somebody would say a dirty word, and he would immediately get booted off. And so we just kept doing it. Mm. Or we would just, like, wait a couple minutes, and then somebody would just be like, fuck! And then there it is. But, yeah. We got him, then, like, how do I fix it? Uh, Delete your registry. And he fucking did it. That's Byron. Oh, Lord. So... Another great year of music, Taylor. Holy crap. Yeah. So even if the album listening club doesn't exist, we can still get together at the end of the year and do this. Yep, and at, at least music is at least music is still good. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of good um in the world or the United States right now. Um nor is there any good in my sinuses. Or my respiratory system. So, hey, the next few podcasts you're going to be hearing over these holiday break, I'm going to sound like hot garbage because I just got over a respiratory infection and it was terrible. Mm. And I wanted to die. But we're here to talk about the 10 best albums that were released this year. And since we are kind of the authority on musical opinions, we're the only ones that matter, I think. Yeah. We really are. Nobody, nobody, no, none of those other, you know, you could throw out Metacritic and all the things that they, you know, collect and aggregate because we're the only opinion on music that matters. Yeah, we're the only ones uh, that matter. Um, so it's kind of like we're going to be doing this the same way we always do. Uh, we're going to do five, ep- uh, five albums this episode, five albums next episode. Um, but before we get into that, I think that it's kind of a tradition that we always kind of talk about. What are some of those last-minute honorable mention cuts you had to make? Oh, there's a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, the ones that stick out most to me right now are Wizard Bloody Wizard by Electric Wizard. <laughs> I thought for sure that would be on your list, because I even like that album. Yeah, and I don't, I don't was... even like Electric Wizard, and I like that <laughs> album. It, it was it was very very close to being like my number ten. I think what kept it back is that, uh, you know, Electric Wizard doesn't exactly reinvent the wheel here. No, it's and, it's still very par for the course. Yeah, so I think it's 
it's a li- it's a little less abrasive and you know much higher production quality than Electric Wizard fans are probably used to. Which is probably why I liked it more. Yeah, I just think like songwriting wise, it wasn't as good as to- as 2014's "Time to Die," so I just kept comparing it to that. Ah, I gotcha. Good record though. Um, quick fire through the rest of them because I don't really have much to say about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Melodrama. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a cut for me too. Good, good album, record. but just doesn't make the cut. Yeah, good album. Sappy top forty pop ballads are not my jam, and that could have done with less of those. I still think that it is a pretty good maturation of her sound, though. Oh, definitely. Uh, and, and I think that like whatever she does next, I'm actually really excited for because like, you know, both of these albums have kind of chronicled these very important ports, ports, very important parts of a person's life. You know, from. Uh, adolescence into your early 20s and going through the unique perspective that she has on that from what she's had to go through with all the fame and shit. I think that she's very good at writing about that. Um, And I think she's just an endlessly fascinating vocalist as well. Yeah, and... uh, I guess I I have, like, a, a list of possible... Mm-hmm. honorable mentions but i guess the one i'm going to throw out as my final honorable mention at the moment is uh trumpeting ecstasy by full of hell never heard of it uh so full of hell is a i guess grindcore is the best uh genre i could attach to them mm-hmm so, you know, if you know what Grindcore sounds like, you probably know what Fall of Hell sounds like, yeah. but they do it really well. <laughs> okay. And this was, they released a shitload of albums this year. This was sort of their solo album. Uh, they did a comp, they did like a collaboration with another band called The Body, which I thought was kind of shitty, honestly. Hmm. Which is weird, because I like both of them, but that album just felt like a throwaway album to me. Hmm. But yeah, if you like... If you like loud, abrasive, noisy death grind that is over in about 28 minutes, check out Trumpeting Ecstasy by Full of Hell. Nice, nice. Uh, so, my honorable mentions. Uh, for, first one is an obvious cut. That it just it hurt to make, but <laughs> when I compared it to what I have at number 10, it was just like, oh, I'm sorry. Odyssey's the iceberg had to take a dive. Uh, uh-huh. I love Odyssey. Like I like seriously, go listen to that album. It's fantastic. Like I have, I have. It's a really good album. You should all listen to it. Yeah, he's just he's such a positive and uplifting guy, and he's a great storyteller and a lyricist, and he does most of his own production work too. So, yeah, just solid record. Uh, the new Mastodon record um, didn't make the cut because man, I fucking hate how that album is mixed, and I'm not putting it on my top ten for that reason. Ah, uh, <laughs> it is the fair most- enough. It is the most flat, boring, fucking ear grating mix I've ever heard. Even on vinyl, the vinyl That's... sounds like shit. Uh, you you gotta really be trying to get the vinyl to sound like exactly. Shit. It's awful sounding. I was just like, I felt so ripped off. Cause I thought like, oh okay, maybe I'll just get the vinyl version, you know, next month or something. And then I did. It was like, oh man. I just got sold a bill of goods here. Fantastic. 
Yeah. So yeah, I like the songs. I think they're probably the best that Mastodon's done in a long time. Uh, but man, fuck the mastering and mixing of that album. It's garbage. Yeah. Um, and the last cut I had to make, I had to do it for technical reasons because <laughs> I don't want. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't I want. I know where this is going. <laughs> I don't want to put three albums from the same artist on my fucking list, and I can't list one track to represent all three albums because they're all so eclectic. I fell in love with Brockhampton this year and the Saturation Trilogy. Um, in six months, they put out three albums worth of just quality fucking music. Um, and I don't know if you've ever listened to them or not. Uh, I haven't. This isn't where I thought it was going. <laughs> oh, really? Where did you think it was going? Well, you said left off for technical reasons, so I assumed you were talking about that fat guy who kicked a photographer in the head. Oh, no, no. I, I, I like that album, but it's not in my top ten. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the Brockhampton Saturation Trilogy is just like, it's so eclectic, it's so progressive, it's just an interesting take on uh, hip-hop as people approaching hip-hop as a quote-unquote boy band and just like, they're having a lot of fun doing what they're doing and it comes through uh, in the creativity when you've got just so many minds in one space living together just to create music. Um, I mean, that's just a great thing. And I, I, like, I had to, I, I can't put all three albums on my list because then mm -hmm. I would have to bump other things. Uh, but there is well, not one song that I could pick from this trilogy that would represent that as a whole, just because it's so, it's such an eclectic piece of work. It's, it's yeah. just, it's just really awesome. So yeah, Brockhampton's, uh, Saturation Trilogy would be my last cut. So, I guess last year I went first, right? Yes. I think that's how we did it. So, you're going to go first this year, Taylor. Why don't you hit us with your number 10 album of 2017? Oh, my number 10 album of 2017 is coming to you live from the garden. It's Run the Jewels 3. Yo! Technically, they dropped this on Christmas last year, but it was originally scheduled for a January 2017 release, so I'm fucking counting it. Yeah, it's... Man, fucking love this record to death. Yeah, great. They just keep... They keep dropping great record after great record. <laughs> they just keep dropping them jewels. Yep. I mean, they're running away with them. They're going to drop a few of them, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. they got, they, hey, they're, they're letting us eat, okay? Like, they're dropping a yeah. few to let us eat. Yeah, so just for those of you not familiar, uh, rap duo consisting of Killer Mike and LP with production by LP. Just super technically proficient, immaculately produced, kind of politically conscious rap music. Yeah. I also like, well, Run the Jewels has this kind of duality that I really yeah. like, and I don't know how they pull it off, but others can't, in that, <laughs> yes, they can be very high-minded and very politically aware, and then out of nowhere, yo, what about my dick, though? <laughs> like, they've got, nobody does brag rap better than Run the Jewels. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> Listen to Panther Like a Panther, and just and try <laughs> to not get fucking hype. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's uh, blah, 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 blah. not sure what else to say about that one. Uh, my track drop from this album is the album closer message to the shareholders slash kill your masters or a report to the shareholders, whatever it is. I think I wrote it down wrong. Yeah, it's a report to the shareholders slash kill your masters. Yeah. And yeah, so that's my that that's my track drop. <laughs> and can we please get Zach De La Roca as just to be the third member of Run the Jewels, please? Especially if if they could play Close Your Eyes live with them, that'd be great. Yes, just to, like that, just that. Like, give me that. I've seen it. I've seen video of it, but I want to be in a live show and experience that. Uh, it's uh, I'd never I've I'd never seen a rap group live. Mm-hmm. So what I wasn't expecting for Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck was like a proper like death metal mosh pit to erupt. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, people it was go also nuts for after, these guys though. It was also aftershock, so it was kind of a metal crowd to begin with. Understandable, but they were into it. <laughs> Kill so your masters! Hot. Kill your masters! But who rides is important Sitting high with the uniform parking orders The man of order And I'm scared that I talk too much about what I think's going on I got away with this, they might drag me away for this Put me in a cage for this, I might pay for this So just say what I want like I'm made for this But I'm afraid some days I might be wrong Maybe that's why me and Mike get along Hey, not for the same part of town But we both hear the same sound coming And it sounds like war And it breaks our hearts when I started this band, didn't have no plans, didn't see no arc uh, Just run with the crap, have a couple laughs, make a fucking dash, yeah, yeah Get a little dap like, yeah, I'm the fucking man, yeah Maybe give a little bat like, yeah, I do what I can It's all toast and smoke, till the truth starts scheming Can't contain it, it's stained for y'all demons Talk cleaning, bomb hospitals, so I speak with the foulest mouth possible And I drink like a Vulcan, losing all faith in the logical I will not be confused with dots till I'm free, Choose the lesser of the evil people and the devil still gon' win. It could all be over tomorrow, kill our masters and start again. But we know we all afraid, so we just simply cry and march again. At the damn convenient, my heart broke apart when I seen a March Mama's in. As I rap this verse right now, got tears flowing down my chocolate tin. Told the truth and I've been punished for it, must be a masochist cause I've done it again. Ooh, Mike said uterus. They acting like Mike said you a bitch. To every writer wrote and misquoted it, Mike said you a bitch, you a bitch, you a bitch. Had a nigga for the black writer started that sewer shit. I maneuver through manure like a slumdog millionaire. LP told me fuck them devils, Mike, we gon' be millionaires. I respond with a heavy ear. Big Russ says fuck that, tough enough, stay ready, right, raw rap shit, rugged rough. The devil don't sleep us either. L spits by, I spit ether. We the gladiators that oppose all season. Coming soon on a new world tour. Probably play the score for the world war. At the apocalypse, play the encore. Turn around, see L and I smile. Hell coming and we got about a mile. Until it's over, I remain hostile. I remain hostile. I remain hostile.
with a higher power, hallelujah. Life will get so bad, it feel like God mad at you. But that's a feeling, baby, ever lose. I refuse, I disabuse these foolish fools of their foolish view. I heard the revolution coming, you should spread the news. Garvey, my enticing punch, this is bad news. So feel me, follow me, devil then got on top of me. Bad times got a monopoly, give up, I did the opposite. Pitch perfect, did it properly, only kill by his property. This life will stress you like Orson Welles on a radio. War after war, the world will make all your sameness go. And these invaders from Earth are twerking our brains, you know. Can't wait to load up the silos and make your babies glow. It's so abusive, you beg somebody to root for you. They'll snatch your hope up and use it like it's a hula hoop. And it's a loop, they talk to you just like their rulers do. These fucking fools have forgotten just who they fool and who. with the top 10 i got i got i got a 10 i got a number 10 my number 10 comes from the sweet song pipes of a lady that i'd kind of been yelling about for a long time please release an album it's been a long time could you please um and then all of a sudden out of nowhere just like oh hey in two weeks i've got an album coming out (laughs) um saint vincent's mass seduction uh, this one just kind of like popped up out of nowhere over the span of a couple of weeks, and man, it's 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 jazzy, it's sexy, it's 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 not what I was expecting at all. I don't know. Like, uh, what did you think of this record? Oh, I like this record a lot. Uh, it's def it definitely went like a more electronic kind of bent than I was expecting because she's, you know. A very clever guitar player. Yes. Although I do have to imagine that sort of in a Nine Inch Nailsian sort of twist that a lot of what you think is synthesizers is actually guitars because she does a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it would not surprise me if a lot of the work on that album is definitely done by uh, guitars. But yeah, it, it caught me off guard the first time I listened to it because it's just... When you go back, even if you just go back and listen to the the, the self-titled album that she had put out 
I think it was what three or four years ago. 2014. Uh, yeah, it's still like, like that is heavily that is a heavily guitar album, and yeah, you don't get much of that at all. At least you know traditional guitar sounds that we can discern. Um, but yeah, like this is just like it's entertaining start to finish. Uh, it's like I, I would have changed the track order a little. I think that it's a little start and stoppy. Yeah, uh, for my likes, but overall, it's just a great album. And uh, the track I chose from it is actually the debut single, New York. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs of the year. I don't know why. First time I heard it, uh, I was crying. I, I don't know. It just, <laughs> it's, I've never had a song kind of just hit me out of nowhere like that. And it just kind of like, I don't know, it hit the right nerve at the right time. Uh, and I was, I guess, in the right mind space. Um, and it's just a sweet little song. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, to, to, you know, it's probably not, I, I imagine this isn't going to be the last we'll be hearing from this record on this podcast. So, um, <laughs> here you go, St. Vincent, Mass Seduction, New York. New York is in New York without you, love. So far in a few blocks to be so low. If I call you from first avenue We're the only motherfucker in the city who can handle me New love wasn't true love back to you I love you, but you're bringing me down. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler. Tyler! 
Yes, Planket. Answer the phone. <laughs> you got a number nine for us. I do have a number nine for all of us here to die. What do you got? Uh, number nine is coming to you, Heaven Upside Down from Marilyn Manson. Oh, damn. Another banger. An unexpected banger of the year, I might say. <laughs> oh, yes. It's, uh, it's fun. To, it's fun to be properly excited about Marilyn Manson's music again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This album got a lot of flack because apparently, I guess, it wasn't, um, like, anti-America enough or something. And it was just like, do you people, like, not know who Marilyn Manson is these days? Like, that's just not, like, this isn't going to be an incisive commentary on, you know, the state of America. Like, he is more interested in showing us pictures of Johnny Depp on his telephone than he is really yeah. kind of ripping into the establishment. And I think if you can look at Manson that way and just kind of accept that and accept that he's going to make some good music every now and again, this album's going to do it for you because it, it's solid start to finish. Oh, yeah. There's... I can't, I can't think of a bad song on the album, which is kind of... <laughs> even the Marilyn Manson... Even the latter half Manson discography that I've liked has always had just one, like, fucking dreadful song on it. Pistol whipped. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Oh, no. God, that fucking song. I forgot about that piece of garbage. Uh, this, hey, this even has a... The song Tattooed in Reverse, which is not my pick from this album, uh... I finally figured out how to describe that weirdo song. How did you describe that weirdo song? Ugh, it's like a golden age of grotesque song if golden age of grotesque didn't suck dog shit. Yeah! Yeah, <laughs> like, this is where, like, when I first turned the album on, like, I was like, okay, Revolution 12, is it's okay. I was fully on board right at the start of Tattooed in Reverse. It was just like, okay, I'm with you on this ride. Let's go. <laughs> It's like, okay, let's see where this takes us. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's a proper, you know, good rockin' Marilyn Manson album, lyrics that don't suck. Yep, finally! Ma Manson, uh, not overstretching his vocal capabilities. Yeah, he seems to understand his limitations more now, uh, yeah. and is working well within them, as he ages, of course. Yeah, because... He's got, he's got the kind of vocal style that wreaks utter havoc on one's vocal cords. So yeah, yeah. he's experiencing some changes as he stares down the big four nine. <laughs> yeah, he turns forty nine. Uh, the two weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. When Don't he's not weep. when he's not getting crushed by fucking stage props. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Everybody dude. Everybody was like, it was just foam pistols. I'm like, yeah, the foam pistols probably stopped it from being a lot worse than it was because that was scaffolding behind yep. it. Yep. <laughs> uh, and that's how, and that's how, and that's how my concert got rescheduled. <laughs> oh damn, yeah, yeah, that's right. You were in line to like after that, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was one of the dates that got rearranged. Ah, uh, cool. Appa 
Apparently, Juan Alderete from the Mars Volta, among other things, is playing bass for him now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know how long that's going to last. Yeah, probably not long. <laughs> Manson, Manson basses seem to have high turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your pick from heaven upside down? Because there's so, many, so much good stuff to choose from. Yeah, I'm actually going to go... I'm going to go with what I believe was the second single dropped off this album, Kill For Me. Ooh, sexy. Because, I don't know, this is kind of a... It's another what I think of as an oddball Marilyn Manson song, but it's got like a really catchy kind of groove to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good song to fuck, too. Oh, definitely. You know, if you're weird. Yeah, but you won't be doing any of that unless you kill for me.
Kill for me, everybody. It's a happy song. Very happy. It's about new romance. <laughs> so, Polly. Yo! Do you have a number nine for us? Probably. Pro right, yeah, actually, I'm looking at my list and I do. You're in mm. luck! Huh, who would imagine? Uh, this was actually inspired by you. <laughs> I think I have a guess. Yeah, this one was kind of a... Like, I'm not really into kind of like doom metal like slow trudgy play the same fucking riff for 400 bars kind of stuff <laughs> um that taylor kind of gets into sometimes and like yeah. that stuff kind of grates on me and it doesn't really work but just kind of out of random curiosity taylor mentioned a new album by a band called paul bear uh that i ended up enjoying a lot this year heartless um and i would kind of consider them maybe doom metal light it's kind of easy to get into if you're kind of into progressive metal kind of stuff yeah. i guess yeah um, the big the big thing here is that it's all clean singing so. yeah i cannot stand gravelly growly poop vocals that you know, sound like a, a constipated whale or something. Like, I... It doesn't do anything for me, but this... Paul Bear's got some... Yeah. Nothing like that. No Nothing like luster. that. Nothing that I'm gonna try to imitate right now with the state of my throat. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, but yeah, like, nice, super clean, soaring vocals. Uh, very clean production on this thing, too. Sounds immaculate. I love how this record sounds, uh, start to finish. Um, it's it's got all of those trademark things. It's it's pretty much all mid tempo, kind of trudging along. But we've got some cool solos in there to break things up. Some nice breaks, some great transitions, um, and uh, the cut that I'm going with from it is I saw the end because that's kind of like, I think that that's a good summation of the way this album kind of progresses it's it's got a uh, it's the opening track of the album it's got a good mix of every little thing that you will hear uh in heartless uh and it's kind of like you know it's the first track that i heard and i thought hey like maybe maybe i can like music like this if it's if, if it doesn't sound like it's being you know pooped out yeah that's always that's always a benefit in your heavy metal yeah there's uh, actually quick aside a Doom Metal record I really wanted to like this year, but was held back by just fucking god-awful production. Oh, no. Was uh, Bell Witch's Mirror Reaper. Mm. I think it's an amazingly written album, if you can stomach the idea of listening to an 83-minute song. Uh, no. But, but even if you're somebody like me who can... yeah. Dear God, it's the production is so fucking horrible. Is it just is it just like loud or is it just? It's like, it's not even that it's loud. It's like, I swear the album had a a shitty digital transfer because there's artifacts all over the place. Ew! Just random static popping, noise that's obviously not tape noise. 
Oh, actually, yeah. I think I, I went back and listened to some of this because I remember you mentioning it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, yeah, this sounds like garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I don't – I feel bad for them because that pro- – that, the making of an album like that has got to be a harrowing process, and oh, God, God it yeah. sounds so bad. Like, how do you let that out? I like I swear I swear somebody at the mastering end must have fucked it up because considering what Four Phantoms sounded like mm-hmm. from 2015, I have to feel like the band didn't realize that there were so many problems with the end product. Yeah. Damn, that really <laughs> sucks. But hey, we'll we'll just listen to Paul Bearer's Heartless instead since it is immaculately produced and it yes. sounds wonderful. Here is I Saw the End from Paul Bear. Oh, yeah. Damn it, I was gonna do that.
are. We're moving on to answer number eight on these hot eight. little lists that we have here. Eight. 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 We make the that Stan joke every the year. The Stanley Parable references will never end, motherfuckers. We do this every year. I swear to God we do. We no, we we do. I make I make sure of it. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm making okay. You're not crazy. I do it. All every right. Year. I was making sure there because I was like, I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what is your number eight, 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 eight? All I have to say is God. Damn. It's oh. Damn, by Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Your your list is starting off with some absolute crazy good shit. There's mostly good shit this year. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's the stuff like, I listen to. When when your number eight is Kendrick Lamar, how much better does your list get? Well, I mean, that I mean that depends if that depends on your taste in music, I guess. That's a good <laughs> point. That's a fair so, point. Some people might say that you know, my list is in reverse. Oh, uh, yeah. But I would say that they're wrong. So, yeah, I mean, Kendrick Lamar, I have oft compared him, or described him, rather, as the Michael Jackson of hip-hop. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Just because, I mean, like, who is going to argue that this guy is a genius? He's just, like, lyrically, nobody can touch this guy. Conceptually, nobody can touch this guy. Yeah. And you know, he's... he just seems like a generally good person. Yeah, which is always a nice touch. <laughs> yeah. Like, he definitely is wanting to do, like, like, something good. And that's the feeling that I get from that record is this is a man who is trying so hard to do good things but is still not seeing the results. Yeah. And he's struggling with that, and it's just like, <laughs> I'm fucking failing. Like, it's just like, no, dude, you're, you're making a difference. It just takes yeah. time. And uh, he's got it's got to feel it's got to feel rough for him because he made he made to pimp a butterfly in 2015. Yep. And then and then shit just kind of got worse after that. Oh yeah, yeah, way worse. <laughs> yeah. It's like remember how we asked you know how could this possibly get any worse? Well, well, <laughs> maybe let's not ask that question anymore. Ever now, again? No. Ever again? Yeah, so I mean, what else? I mean, what is there to say about Kendrick Lamar? This record's amazing. The features are great and unexpected. Yes, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be generous and let somebody else tackle the most unexpected one. Hint, hint, because <laughs> my my choice my choice off this is uh, "Humble," which is a banger of a little single thing. I wish they would have gone with DNA as a single. Because holy yeah. crap, when that album started with DNA the first time I played it, I was just like, what like, the oh. fuck? I got loyalty, got loyalty inside my DNA. I just like, and the way that they, like, the, the, the producer for that track said that he had to go back and make more beat because Kendrick just kept rapping and that's why the end of the song is the way it is. It's like, <laughs> he holy, just wouldn't stop. He just wouldn't stop rapping. It's good shit, everyone. Yep. He doesn't have a reason to sit down and be humble, I don't think. No. Nobody pray for me. It been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I 
I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances Finesse a nigga with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this Parmesan with my accountant lives, in fact I'm down in this say with my boobay tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst Girl, I can buy a Westie girl with my base stuff Ooh, that pussy good, won't you sit it on my taste buds I get way too petty, won't you let me do the extras Pull up on your block, then break it down, we playing Tetris AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone Piss out your per diem, you just gotta hate them folk If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Bitch, be humble, Holla, bitch, sit down Holla. Sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like Afro with your prime. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Still, I'll take you down right on your mama couch and polo sock. Ayy, this shit way too crazy. Ayy, you do not amaze me. Ayy, I blew cool from ACA. Obama just pays me. Ayy, I don't fabricate it. Ayy, most of y'all be faking. Ayy, I stay modest about it. Ayy, she elaborated. Ayy, this that great poop on that AV on that TED talk. Ayy, watch my soul speak. You let the Why don't you hit me with your number eight? Eight. 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 So. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. So. Being a queer person. Yeah. Over the years, it has been hard to really kind of find any kind of common ground with one Mr. Tyler, the creator. Uh, yeah. Given, uh, you know, a lot of those early works of his are pretty homophobic, uh, some rapey stuff in there that's not really worth listening to, I don't think, um, all that kind of stuff. It's just kind of hard to reconcile that when, you know, somebody kind of starts to grow up and mature a bit and sort of find a voice that is less teenage angsty and you kind of realize it's like okay no you are actually a very talented artist 
it's just kind of hard to reconcile that past a little bit. Um, but it's it, it Tyler is one of the few exceptions where I've kind of like I, I've had my view change uh, over you know over time. Uh, kind of started when I heard some of Wolf, I believe the album was, and it was starting to show signs of somebody thinking a little more about the things they were saying and picking their words a little more wisely. And uh, in 2015, he released an album called Cherry Bomb, which was um, pretty much devoid of all of that shit that, you know, comes from that whole odd future kind of mentality of, hey, I'm going to say real shocking things. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, and... Uh, uh, and on that album, I realized just how much I admired him as a producer because nobody makes beats that sound like the kind of stuff that he makes with just like these original compositions that he does himself. Like it's not a lot of sampling or anything. Um, and um, I think that this year he kind of finally released what I would call like a super solid artists artist album uh flower boy or like i have the special edition it's called scumfuck flower boy mm. um and it is this album of just very pretty productions and 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 well-meaningly well-meaning lyrics that are placed well and and wrapped well and uh, throughout uh, over the course of this album you kind of start to realize this isn't a guy that really wants to be a rapper. He's just kind of like enjoying the fact that people are singing over these really beautiful arrangements that he's making. Mm. And that's what a lot of this album's runtime is dedicated to is just these really awesome instrumentals and people just singing their asses off. And then he just kind of like pops in every now and again to drop you know, a verse here, a verse here, a verse here, and they're, like, just really solid, thought-out lyrics that um, kind of point to where he is in his life now and how, like, that odd future thing, now that it isn't a thing anymore, like, what is his life and, like, how weird it is to kind of, like, be, like, buying cars because... Like, that's kind of how you fill the gap, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and he's sort of like, the album is very lonely. Um, and it's it's very melancholy. Uh, and uh, But at the same time, it's hopeful. Because it's kind of like uh, a reconciliation of, of the fact that, like, you know, like, this is what happens when you grow up and you're an adult. Even, like, even when you come up in something as big as that Odd Future thing was when you become an adult like adults are going to adult and everybody's kind of going to end up going their own separate way at some point and this is kind of a, a reconciliation of that and kind of like putting all of that into this one little uh moment in history and this you, you, they created this really just gorgeous album uh that i came back to a lot this year just because I really like the production and uh, just from start to finish, it has a very cinematic flow to it. Uh, so uh, big congrats to Mr. Tyler, the creator for winning me over, uh, which I never thought would happen. Honestly, 
Uh, and for Flower Boy, the track that I chose is 911 slash Mr. Lonely, which uh, it's kind of like this song that's got like three very distinct parts that kind of transition through one another in really silky smooth ways. It's a gorgeous instrumental, some nice singing, uh, some really good bars about, you know, feeling lonely and like, man, growing up sucks. Now I'm lonely. What the crap do I do now? <laughs> So, yeah, there, uh, here it is, uh, 911 Mr. Lonely from Tyler the Creator's Flower Boy. Lotto. From the start, it's 
zero dark has been so dark I guess that you could call it chalkboard huh. I'm playing like Hasbro, I'm really sorry Call me auto, crashed the McLaren, bought me a Tesla I know you sick of me talking about cars But what the fuck else do you want from me? That is the only thing keeping me company Purchase things till I'm annoyed These items just filling the void Been feeling it for so long I don't even know if it's shit I enjoy Current back door, as an act door My partner is a shack door I need love, do you got some I can borrow? Fuck it, I can find some tomorrow But that never comes, like a vasectomy What have I done? I got the talent, the face, and the funds for myself long ago, but I haven't found some one. Mirror, mirror on the wall, the loneliest of them all. Cupid acting stupid, do you got another number I could call? Never had a pet, I never had a pet. There's more fish in the sea, but I never had a goldfish to begin with. I never had a dog, so I never been good with bitches, cause I never threw a ball fetch. I never had a pet, that's where it stems from, I bet. Treat me like direct deposit, checking on me sometime. Ask me how I'm really doing. So I never have to press that nine. One, one. Taylor, wake up! I'm trying. I'm drinking the coffee. Drinking the coffee. Drinking the coffee. You're drinking coffee at fucking six forty-two in the evening. It's three forty-three in the afternoon, and I've been awake for an hour and a half. That's crazy. You need to get I can't that. Help my, I can't help what my body does. You gotta get that shit figured out. I know it'll help us get you figured out. Give us your number seven pick for album of the year. Well, my 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 seventh pick for album of the year is uh, kind of alliterative. Oh. Well, it's it's not actually alliterative. It just also has a number in the title. My okay. number seven is Primus, the desaturating seven. Ah. It grew on me. <laughs> it didn't for me. Weirdly yeah. enough. Like, I tried, I came back to this album a lot, and I, it just didn't grab me. So I think the way I started looking at it is I started looking at it less like individual songs and more like the Primus version of Peter and the Wolf. I can see that. <laughs> so the backstory to this album is that Les Claypool decided he wanted to make a concept album based on a children's book called The Rainbow Goblins. Mm-hmm. That he used to read his kids, I guess. And yeah, that's that's what the album is. It's a trippy, psychedelic, Peter and the Wolf-esque concept about goblins who eat color. Yeah, it's very it's weird. Primus. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, yeah, like, how do you describe a Primus record other than, it's Primus? Yeah, I mean, they certainly... Les Claypool certainly has a way with words. Yes. And he imagery. He does, he does. And, and you know, just and being the best at the bass guitar. Well, yeah, he's kind of got that going for him. <laughs> he, he knows a few things about the bass guitar. To, to take nothing away from Lur, and I actually don't know who played drums on this one. Was I'm going to guess Tim Alexander. Yeah, I was going to say Tim. I know he had. I know that one of them had like open heart surgery yeah. last year, so yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he had been like. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna guess it's it was it was Tim Herb Alexander. Yeah, Herb. But yeah, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was more worth my time than Primus and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so over fucking Willy Wonka. Anything that that thing just bounced off me immediately. Yeah, here yeah, here's the thing. There's one Willy Wonka. Yeah. There is the 
70s movie with Gene Wilder and a bunch of kids who grew up to be veterinarians for some reason. Yeah. No, seriously, like three of them are, vet- yeah. are veterinarians. Yeah. <laughs> that is the Willy Wonka I care about, nothing else. Exactly. <laughs> so no more Willy no more Willy Wonka, please. Yeah. You just know they're going to make a new one, right? They have to. They have to. Uh, I, I will be surprised if it's not already in production. Yeah. But what's but what isn't in production anymore is Primus's The Desaturating Seven and my t- and my track drop The Storm, which I just I liked. It was trippy and and you like psyche. trippy and psyche and this works for you. Yeah, I can definitely see yeah. that track being you. Yeah, it's it's my zone. It's a zone out track. Oh, it's at number seven, too. Ha-ha! Yep. Ha-ha! <laughs> I got it!
Uh, so Polly, on Yo. that note, what's your number seven? My number seven goes to Open Mike Eagles, Brick Body Kids Still Daydream. Uh, Open Mike Eagle is a funky ass underground rapper. Used to be a member of the Hellfire Collective, who are no longer a collective, weirdly enough. Um, but uh, this is a concept album about the Robert Taylor Holmes in Chicago. Um, and uh, it's about where he grew up. And uh, it's basically just kind of like looking at growing up in a place like that. Um, through the eyes of a child and a poet. And, and, like, seeing yourself as a superhero that can save this place. And um, the album plays with a lot of metaphor, and it kind of, like, does really weird things. Like, one of the, one of the tracks is named after a building, but it's personified as a person. So it's just like this building telling you its story about how, man, the sun's always out and it sucks. And it's just like, it's kind of like a really cute idea for a song. But again, it's got this childlike wonder to it. Um, and I, I think Open Mike Eagle is just somebody that kind of gets better and better with each album. Ever since Dark Comedy, um, then, he, then he did like Split Pants in the Gymnasium, um hella personal film festival and this one it's just like he's just gotten better every single freaking year <laughs> and i'm scared at just how good this guy's gonna be by the time he reaches his final form um yeah but this isn't even my final form not even close but he uh, just wait was isn't he involved with bus driver yeah like the hellfire collective uh, i knew that sounded familiar and yeah. oh yeah, he was on Perfect Hair. Maybe yeah, I should go on... listen to Open Mike Eagle. <laughs> yeah, Open Mike Eagle's pretty rad, and I think that like Brick Body Kids Still Daydream would actually be a pretty good starting point. Um, and then I would work back to um, that other album that I named that I completely forgot. <laughs> I'll check the tapes. Yeah, I'm f- <laughs> folks. I'm I'm ru- I'm running on low here today. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, we're, tra- we're trying to speed through this yeah. so that Polly can go sleep. Yeah. Well, no, just so I don't blow my voice out, which is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's already happening. Um, but, um, yeah, like, Open Mike Eagle continues to get better with each record. Um, I-, I-, I don't think this guy is showing any signs of stopping or, or-, or slowing down. He's just... He just seems to be on a grind the last few years, and... Hey, I'm more than happy to keep taking the journey with him. Uh, and the track I chose uh, for uh, Brick Body Kids Still Daydream is Happy Wasteland Day. It's a very happy song title, uh, which no. probably gives you a good idea of uh, where that song might be going. But it's, it's one of my favorite cuts from the record. I just kind of chose it because, like, it's when you're dealing with a concept album, everything kind of kind of has to have a context to it. So yeah. kind of tr- trying to pick one song from an album that's kind of like this big concept, you know, to cut to contextualize a whole record is pretty hard. So I kind of just had to go with my favorite here. Uh, Happy Wasteland Day! Yay! This is normal. It's normal now. They said this normal. It's normal. It's normal now. They said this normal. It's normal now. They said it's normal. It's normal. It's normal now. Everybody get involved. 
longest holiday in the wasteland. Quit tripping, y'all. It's holiday in the wasteland. Yeah, 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 yeah. When the canyon's that garbage person, I might wanna lay down and die. Power down on my darkest urges, keep my personal crown up high. I'm the king of my lonely island, home is high, they can't reach my house. I put out all the garbage, fire and squeeze the cider right in my mouth. Everything is not ordinary, things begin and then have to die. Everything has been dead and buried, it ain't supposed to come back alive. Now we all in the zombie movie, only weapon is common sense. Zombie sheriffs are trying to lynch us, guess to call up my congressmen. For a celebration, make a circle on Halloween. Party under your pile of garbage case, y'all can just follow me. When the king is that garbage person, I might wanna lay down and die. Papa down on my darkest urges, keep my personal crown up high. One day without violence, can we get one day without fear? Can we get one day they don't try us? Just like one day the whole gig, and if people get one day without violence, can we get one day without fear? Can we get one day they don't try us? Just like one day the whole gig. Everybody get involved. It's holiday in the wasteland Quit tripping y'all It's holiday in the wasteland This is normal It's normal now They said it's normal It's normal It's normal now They said it's normal It's normal now They said it's normal It's normal It's normal now Protesting, I lost my sign. Standing up cause they crossed my line. Got the folks and they caught my vibe. If it wasn't for y'all, it would've lost my mind. Long season, I need this night. Fuel's low, so we reignite. Power's out, so we read by light. No cops allowed, they can't read my rights. Power's out, no electro now. Synthesizers all retro sound. First directors, protect your town. Tell the garbage king, but don't respect your crown. Generator, we back online. Don't bullshit, we don't have no time. Storm the castle, that flag don't fly. Say fuck the king, till that asshole die. Fuck the can't no command, no chief Since the man was crowned, we ain't had no sleep Dare the man to put hands on me Or the sovereign land that I stand on be Protesting, I lost my sign Standing up cause they crossed my line Got the folks and they caught my vibe If it wasn't for y'all, I would've lost my mind One day without violence Can we get one day without fear? Can we get one day they don't try us? Just like one day the whole year Can the people get one day without violence? Can we get one day without fear? Can we get one day they don't try us? Just like one day the whole year Everybody get involved it's holiday in the wasteland Quit tripping y'all It's holiday in the wasteland I remember people I'd like to get to know It's kinda like my brain is closed But my heart is open Maybe my heart is broken I comment slammed it to the planet Then it parted oceans even started smoking, but then I quit the smoking. I still dream with deep breathing, and my lips is open. I'm coming into focus. I used to practice trying to talk like I was Mr. Bogus. I bet a lot of lonely people think it could. So, Taylor, we got one more entry left to go for this episode. Why don't you hit us with a big fat number 666? Oh, it's uh, funny that you went all heavy metal on me because you're probably going to experience some deja vu. My number six is Heartless by Paul Bearer. Hey, great album. Yes, we've talked a little bit about it, but it's it hits kind of all those high notes, which is ironic because they tune to like drop fuck. Yeah, drop fuck. <laughs> it, it's it's drop eight. I 
I'm not going to pretend I don't know what it actually is. <laughs> no, I like drop fuck. Yeah. No, let's just say it's drop fuck. That's the can that's the canon tuning the canon tuning that Paul Bearer plays in. Yeah. Yeah, I just it's, you know, it's groovy, vaguely progressive doom metal with good vocals. Yes. And good songwriting and, and it doesn't outstay its welcome with albums that are longer than they need to be. Yeah, I think like, the longest track on this album is, what, 12 minutes? Yeah, which, I guess for people who don't listen to heavy metal is daunting at times. Yeah, like, I, I mean, like, I don't, I am no stranger to long songs or anything. Like, you know, so, like, 12-minute, 15-minute song is nothing. Like, I used to listen to Dream Theater quite a bit. So yeah. It's no big deal. Well, all that Octavarium nonsense. and oh. you know, yeah. Yeah, I've never listened to that one. <laughs> Octavarium's um, a bit of a chore to get through, especially that first 18 minutes. It's a 20-minute song. <laughs> Isn't Octavarium like 38 minutes? Oh, I don't. I always thought it was 20. I don't remember. Even long. I uh, haven't listened I to Dream Theater in like four years. So. Yeah, I don't care. I've never liked Dream Theater enough to want to subject myself to that so i will I, I will still stand really fucking hard for six degrees of inner turbulence though that's 42 minutes so yeah that's a good album yeah. i like that one but uh anyway this isn't about dream theater it's about paul bearer yeah all that oh, stuff yes yes all that stuff we've already said about it yeah <laughs> uh, i'm blank i'm blanking on additional things to say if the idea of doom metal with all clean singing sounds good to you, why don't you listen to track number five, Cruel Road? Ooh, that was my backup.
So, Polly. Yo! What's your number six? Well, my number six. 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 Last entry number, for today, yes. so it better be a banger, right? Yep. We're going to close the day out with Joey Badass's All-American Badass. Ooh. Which I'm going to go ahead and say, one, best-sounding vinyl of the year. I nice. really fucking love how this album sounds on vinyl. <laughs> uh, have you heard it on vinyl? Uh, I haven't. I've had the opportunity. I had the opportunity to pick it up on vinyl last time I was in San Francisco, but I opted for an album I ended up not liking as much. Oh, ouch! Yeah, this yeah. this album just sounds real good on vinyl. Yeah, it's on the short list. <laughs> I'm not allowed to buy myself anything until after Christmas. Oh, I got you. Otherwise, my family will kill me. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Joey Badass, New York rapper, uh, came up pretty young, uh, but he's always kind of had a big influence from the 90s, um, and that was very evident on his first mixtape, 1999, as well as his debut album, Before the Money. Um and you kind of got a lot of that New York-based, dusty-sounding, boom-bap era. You know, like, hey, this album just kind of fell out of 1996 <laughs> um, from a lot of his work. And going into this album, you know, you kind of expect you're going to get the same thing. And I'm glad that he didn't. Uh, it's actually still a lot of that, but it's kind of like... It's more modern without sacrificing like the roots that um that, that that he definitely likes to cling to uh from you know where he's from and all of that and the kind of mm -hmm. the style of hip-hop that he grew up with um and uh obviously like this is an album that is very 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 pointed at um you know the criminal justice system uh systematic racism in america i mean like american is spelled a-m-e-r-i-k-k-k-a-n okay he's not making any pulling any punches here about what this album is um and for somebody so young like he's got a lot of smart things to say um and you usually don't expect like the kind of things that come out of this guy to come out of someone as young as he is uh, he definitely speaks as if he's going kind of beyond his years a bit, um, uh, to a certain degree. I don't know if you got that, uh, impression from the record or not, but. I mean, I actually didn't know how old this guy was, so yeah, I he... just heard good, I just heard good rap music. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. His first, uh, mixtape came out, like, 1999, I believe, came out when he was 18 and before the money when he was 19, so. Damn. So he's 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 still a young cat in uh, the rap game, and he's got a lot of wind left in him. And if he keeps turning in albums like this, he's in for a I, I think a pretty legendary career. Uh, I remember the first thing that somebody warned me about going into this album was, oh, he's singing a lot, and I was like, uh oh, oh god, he's not going the Drake way, is he? I was like, oh no, wait, he's actually got a decent sounded singing voice and he's just kind of putting his own hooks down he and sounds jesus pretty good christ. jesus christ he's my brother's age what am i doing with my life <laughs> <laughs> this guy's three years younger than me oh my god <laughs> i need to actually finish the music i make sometime <laughs> oh shit might you might yeah there you go you might you might catch up you might catch up someday 
all, yeah. I, all I need is all I need is like I don't know. All, all I need is Kylie Jenner to decide she's really into drone metal, and then you know I'm you're good. set. You're you're yeah. fucking set. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this just all around a great album like start to finish there's not a skippable track on it uh the track i went with is temptation because i think it's got a great message and like the the fucking singing gets stuck in my head i come here today to talk about how i feel and i feel like that we are treated differently than other people and i don't like how we're treated and just because of our color doesn't mean anything to me Everybody got problems, yeah, but we didn't know one way to solve them. Uh, I really came up from the bottom, struggling my mama on the last dollar. Hustling, man, I've been putting in these hours. The government been trying to take it where it's ours. Really all about the money and the power. I just want to see my people in power. Uh, uh, tell me how we going to shape this vision. Complaining all day, but in the same condition. If you want to make change, it's going to take commitment. Some people enslaved by day religion. Can't emancipate the fundamental principles. When I see through optics, transform the wisdom. Watch me use my prophets, get them on the list. And I've been on the mission. And I really can't take it no more. I've been fighting temptations, my lord. I'm young and I'm restless. And I really can't help it. I never felt selfish before. I've been living so reckless, I know. Tell me, Lord, can you help me? I said, Lord, can you help me? Everybody got fights, yeah, but wouldn't know what good advice was. Until uh, I leave him lifeless, another mama crying, it's another crisis. Lord knows we're just trying to live righteous. Are you willing to make the sacrifices? I know we can't continue living like this, and I never sell my soul cause that's priceless. Uh, uh, tell me how we gonna make a living. Hustle on the block, who gonna save the children? Man, it's all a plot, and I'm just revealing. The media just trying to make a villain. I just take the pain and paint the picture of Voices in my head, I hear the whispers When I feel this way in hell, the switch your heart, sip the liquor ah! And I really can't take it no more I've been fighting temptations, my lord I'm young and I'm restless And I really can't help it I never felt selfish before I've been living so reckless, I know Tell me, Lord, can you help me? I said, Lord, can you help me?
and we shouldn't have to feel like this. We shouldn't have to protest because y'all are treating us wrong. We do this because we need to and have rights. All right, so that is a part one. That is a part one of a podcast. Do you in, need to take a break? <laughs> in the books. Uh, but before we bop on out of here, Taylor, give us your 10 to 6 one more time. All right. For those of, the, for those of you at home who skipped to the end of these podcasts, my number 10 was Run the Jewels 3. My number nine was Heaven Upside Down by Marilyn Manson. My number eight was Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Damn. My number seven was The Desaturating Seven by Primus. And my number six was Heartless by Paul Bearer. And my number ten is St. Vincent's Mass Seduction. Number nine is Paul Bearer's Heartless. Number eight is Tyler the Creator's Flower Boy. Number seven is Open Mike Eagles, Brick Body Kids Still Daydream. And number six is Joey Badass's All-American Badass. Tune in the day after tomorrow to catch the last part of our Albums of the Year list. Where we'll talk about more music, probably. That's what we do on this thing, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So... You be good kids now. Go listen to more Death Grips. More Death Grips. It's Death Death.